Hey everyone, welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. And today we are talking about how to build a business that works for you. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. And as always, I've got my co-host and knowledgeable geezer here, Brandon Duff. How's things, pal? I am doing fantastic, man. Life is great. Couldn't be happier. What about you? Good. Yeah, I'm not surprised you're a little bit happy today. You had a lion, didn't you, compared to normal? What was that? You had a lion. You got you got out of bed later. Oh, I did, actually. Yeah, I... Uh... Well, I got your text message. Uh, at, I woke up at 3.30 in the morning. I got your text message saying you have a, a bit of a, a headache. So it it worked out perfect because I... So I'll get... so funny because... Not really funny, but I stopped coffee for about a month and a half, maybe. Maybe two months. Because I wanted to see the effects of how it was on my body. And I, we went on vacation to Cabo or maybe it was San Diego. And I had, we were stopped by this amazing coffee shop and I uh, got some coffee and it was really, really good. And I haven't, that was like the one coffee I had in two months. And then I went, we went back home from vacation and I brewed a cup of coffee and I had it yes the last two days and I've been sleeping horrible. Like I toss and turn at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, like 12 o'clock, and I'm going to bed at 8, 30 or 9. So I'm sitting in bed for like two hours and it's just like, yeah, it's no fun whatsoever. So I'm, I'm going to stop drinking coffee again because I sleep so much better without it. Wow, how, how crazy. Okay, right. Okay, so anyone who's ever going to send or buy Brandon a birthday present, don't buy him coffee pods. <laughs> You can buy me coffee pots. I st- I'll still drink it like on a weekend maybe, but cause I, I love coffee, man. It's like a warm hug. It's so it's delicious, but, um, it's not on a school I, night. What? <laughs> it's not on a school night. Right. So I, um, yeah, I just, I, I have my coffee cup right here. There's a little bit left that I, and this is from yesterday, but yeah, but let's, let's talk about how we can get a business to work for you because that is important. And if you are drinking coffee and staying up late at night um, because you can't fall asleep, then you're going to have a hard time getting up in the next morning. So it's important to have a business that works for you. And so, I mean, you have VAs. I mean, you have a business, you have people working for you. How do you, how did, how did that happen? You know, so going back to the offline world, my first, like my first business, um, I went and got a graphic designer, um, mainly because of I'm, I'm shopping at graphics. Canvas definitely changed the game and helped a hell of a lot um, with all their templates, their drag and drops. But um, I couldn't design a graphic to save my life, mate. Really couldn't. So that was the first thing I went and got solved because obviously with marketing, there's just a hell of a lot of graphics, isn't it? Um, so I went and solved that problem pretty quick. And that guy is still with me now. And obviously I've been in business for like seven, seven, eight years. Um, like I've still not got rid of him. He's, he's staying, obviously. And it was all about oh, leveraging got rid of him. time for me. Sorry? 
you're like, I still haven't got rid of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> not that you want to get rid of them, but it was just pretty funny. No, if you're listening, buddy, no, I love you. You can stay. <laughs> um, but it was just about like leveraging other people's time because I was busy anyway. Like, I still had a job at that point. I was still like, I was launching a business. I was staying up late. I had kids. It was like, oh my God. I was like, and I also watched, I remember watching my dad grow his business. And uh, his business, he was very much like, he was always the painter, not the painting manager, if that makes sense. He wasn't in painting, but for instance, he always picked up the brush and done the work himself. And he would like, he'd be there days, weekends, nights, mornings. Like he was just constantly at his computer. And I was like, I was like, I can't be doing it that way. And I was like, because it was like, don't get me wrong, he looks stressed. I was like, he's always busy. He never gets time to enjoy his business. Um, and I made that sort of decision earlier. I was like, yeah, I was going to take a cut on profits to make sure I was leveraging other people's times and abilities that I couldn't do. Like, it's pointless hiring someone to do something you can do. Go and, go and solve the problems you can't do first. And that, that was the, the biggest one I'd done and got, got that sorted because I wouldn't have been able to do half as much if I couldn't put like a decent brochure together, a decent graphic um, in order to sell. Um, I, I literally just couldn't do it. Um, so that was, that was the first thing I had to sort of solve. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, I think a lot of people think it as an expense, but you're really just buying back your time because you're leveraging other people's time. I mean, when we got into real estate investing, we, when we bought our first rent two rental units, uh, I could, we could, they were in Nevada. We were at that time in California. So it was like a four hour drive and being able to show units to people, the, the, the two houses, it was, it was easy, but then we got our first four units. So we had six units at a time and one had to be renovated the, the four unit. And so we had to pretty much, uh, do two different, uh, units or apartments or flats. I think they're called in the UK, but we had yeah. two units that were not ready. And so having to drive back and forth, it was just not worth it because one, we're spending so much money on gas or flights or time. And so we ended up just getting a property manager and he took 8%, 8%, I think it was 8% at the time, um, of all the rents. And I thought, well, that's perfect because he's doing everything for us. Like he would just send me a um, an email with the person's name, like how much they owed in like back, not back taxes, but collections, um, their credit score, their work history, and then like their valid driver's license. And if all I had to do was that it's perfect because one, I'm getting all the benefits of, uh, appreciation, depreciation, um, all the tax benefits there, the cash flow, I was still cash flow positive from the rental properties even while paying for him. And at some point, like you should be account and this is, we're not going to go deep into real estate, but you should be accounting for 8% in real estate or whatever you need to pay employees. Because at some point you're going to need to hire people to do something for you. If that's taking customer calls, if that's uh, doing property management, or even doing your art, you can't do everything because if you do everything, you're going to go nowhere. So you need to focus on, I would say if you're starting out selling and then once you make a sale, re use that money to reinvest or to use to buy back your time where you can hire someone to do 
uh, outreach or uh, setting appointments or anything like that. I think that's super important where you're able to use money to leverage other people's time or use uh, money to leverage assets. I mean, another example is with assets. You can literally, if I don't know how it is in, in other countries, but in the U.S., if I have capital or if I have equity in my property, I can leverage my property and take out equity out of it and use that to buy more real estate. Um, or I can use it to pay off debt. Like we, I'll give you an example. I, I think I owed like 26,000 on my car. Maybe it wasn't that much. Um, we owed, we just bought a Peloton. So I think I was paying hundred dollars a month and a new TV and it was hundred dollars a month. And all three of those things were like 400 or $500 a month. And so I was able to borrow against my rental property, pay all those off and free up cash flow. And it only increased my mortgage by like $200. So without doing that, I'd be $300. I'd be paying $300 more instead of actually leveraging that property. Then I'm actually making more money by paying down those debts and having that, that, that debt inside my, my property, because now I'm leveraging my property as a, a cash flow machine in a sense, but you can also do it with software and all sorts of different things. I know you use uh, software in your business. How do you uh, use, software or automation to have your business work for you? So there's, there's three big, obviously, softwares that I use across my business that literally takes a hell of a lot of communication and task, like creation, like all of those things. Um, all uh, basic admin tasks that you would have to pay a VA to do. And like you've, you've seen obviously in, inside the, the podcast channel, obviously we've got our own Slack channel for the podcast, obviously to keep up to with what's going on. And you see messages all day long, don't you? Like popping off and 90% of those are automated messages depending on where the podcast is or the, the episode. And so some of the softwares I use is like Zapier. Like I absolutely love Zapier in terms of just automating a ton of work um, even when like the agency was in its full flow, um, we had an automation. The minute that client like paid that money, 34 tasks were done, like completely done. Like half of that onboarding sequence was finished, um, literally within within them paying, um, just because we built those systems in place and got our time back. Like, I think we were paying, or I think we pay about 30 odd dollars a month for Zapier, and all day long, like it takes away so much of the the tasks and um, take so much away from the admin work that I, I buy back my time by using Zapier automations. And then obviously in order to get the, what they call the trigger points, which is probably a little bit more technical here. And um, we use like click funnels. So when people buy, when people sign up, when people join different things, opt in and um, all of those are, are basically somebody else doing the first task, which then automates a ton of other tasks. Um, so that's how we're leveraging software a hell of a lot in our business um, in order to take away the admin work, add to, to Trello boards, like update people like throughout the journey of what's going on and obviously keep people on their toes in terms of what they're doing. So leveraging systems like ClickFunnels, Zapier, active campaign for your emails, are absolutely massive in a business, in an online business. You can't really ignore you. If you want to build a business that does work for you, 
software is going to be one of your biggest friends. What about you use obviously like Facebook tools, obviously when you're on Facebook, what other tools you use? Because obviously you've got like, you've got your YouTube. So how do you sort of speed that process up to help grow that? Um, what sort of leverage do you look at in those sort of running your business, your online business? Yeah, so I use uh, high level instead of click funnels. Um, I just, when I first started, um, after I got into affiliate marketing, before I had super Facebook tools, I had a uh, high level and I used it as a white label um, mm. version of it. So I can put my own branding on it and use kind of sell that to people. And so um, I used high level because it, I was able to download click funnels uh, to comma club winners funnels in a, in a sense, uh, their, their page that I had access to, uh, if I wanted to funnel hack them, I could obviously buy their first product and then download their second page and then buy their next product and then download the third page or whatever their, their, uh, value ladder is. And so I use that. It has built in, uh, workflows. So when, um, I get a sale, then it sends them their first email, their welcome email, like they'll send their login information and then day one task and then day two task, day three task. And so that's all built in within um, high level instead of having to connect ClickFunnels with uh, active campaign or whatever other tools people use for their email. Um, it has some kind of like Zapier built-ins. I had Pabbly Connect, I think it's called. P-A-B-B-L-Y. So I have that instead of uh, Zapier. So there's, I mean, there's a million different tools and a different millions of different ways to uh, create something that all do the same thing. You just need to find one that works for you. Um, I, I think I picked up Pabbly because it was um, a lifetime membership and I was, yeah, I figured why pay $30 a month? I think I was paying $70 or maybe $90 a month for Zapier because we had um, conditional statements in our uh, zaps. And so it charged a little bit more. And so I, I was like, well, I'm not going to, might as well cut expenses and use something else. And so, um, yeah, I, I use that. YouTube, I use, um, I wouldn't say it's automation, more market research. Um, instead of using, say, what, what is it? TubeBuddy is one I use because um, it kind of gives me a, a kind of a rundown of keywords that I can use versus just going through Google and figuring and guessing in a way. It kind of helps me figure out what I should talk on. What else some tools? Uh, I can plug my own software. I mean, I'm looking at it right now um, and I'm probably going to be using it through uh, some of these podcasts. But I mean, it's just where, uh, say for instance, I get a lot of new friend requests and then I send them a message and say, Hey, what's going on? And being able to send them a message automatically, uh, is kind of nice because then I can just click a button and it'll send them a automated message that says, Hey, what kind of books are you reading? I really like the, this, uh, what is it? A million, not nine, the, uh, mind of a millionaire. I think it's called, God, I can't even read. Um, yeah, I can't even you like it that much. So yeah, no, it was, yeah, I love it. Actually. It's probably one of the best books I've not best books, but it's one of the books that, I, um, God, it's bugging me that I can't think of the name now. Um, I'm going to set, look at my automated message because that's important. Um, secrets of a millionaire mind. So, um, 
it's pretty much what was kind of all the things that I was doing. It just kind of put it, it kind of put it in concrete that I was on the right path in a sense, but the slide edge is really good. Um, there's a lot of great books, but we won't get into books today, but yeah, just being able to just send them an automated message when I get a friend invite or when I'm reaching out to people, or maybe there's someone I haven't, uh, talked to before it will show me a list of all the people that I've talked to. So it just is a good way to simplify my uh, outreach. And I think that software kind of allows us to simplify things, even though it might seem complex when you're starting uh, to use ClickFunnels or high level or uh, any of these software tools. Once um, you get it working, it simplifies your life. And it, it's really a great way to leverage your time and your money because you don't want to remember to send you know, an email every single day to a student in, because that's going to take all day when you have like 100 students versus just actually having an uh, email campaign do it for you. And so once you have software working for you, you have people working for you, you have assets working for you, then you pretty much have all the time in the world. Oh, oh, definitely. Especially like leveraging the software, the people all like all together in the systems, like building out those systems for people really does allow you to like, as you, as you know, like I've been getting like migraines and I've been like really struggling the last few weeks, haven't I? And yet yeah. I've been able to basically spend a week in bed knowing that everything's still working. Like it's been such a, such a relief because obviously a few years back I, I, if i wasn't working i wasn't making money and um, but now it's a case of like we're now leveraging the, the youtube and our leveraging systems automation software sales and i could literally spend that week in bed and i was i was building it was still building the business was still growing we were still getting traffic we were still getting views we were still getting sales and um, all by having these things and it does allow you between the vas and the staff you have affiliates as well um, is all, all, always a good one. I like grabbing affiliates and obviously nurturing your affiliates. They can be some of your biggest fans that will allow you to bring even more sales in, that allow you to do those, the amount of holidays that Brandon goes on, which is absolutely fantastic because he's got those systems, those people in place. I can go to bed ill for a week, which is absolutely great. Um, <sighs> but knowing the fact that my business is still running, um, it's looking at those different avenues, isn't it? And those different ways of leveraging it. The, the, it's just leveraging, leveraging other people's time, assets, money, and knowledge. Yeah, I think it's super important to, there's always going to be someone better than you in whatever you're doing, but there are people willing to accept less for it. So, which is great because people are really driven by money. And so if you can find a person that will work two times as hard as you for half the cost of what you would pay yourself, then you're you're doing pretty well. And then you can continuously compound that. You can read the slight edge on the compound effect. I think there's actually a book called the compound effect also. So um, using those tactics and having all three is like the trifecta of any business because automation systems, people, uh, assets, all of those systems and automation being the same thing. So those three things are like kind of like a trifecta of any business. And once you master those, you pretty much uh, can start working on your business instead of working in your business. Absolutely love it. And I think that sort of covers it, doesn't it? It's like you've got to be able to put things in place and build a business 
around your lifestyle and build a lifestyle around your business. Um, and yeah. I think having that and then the, the systems and the leverage can really create something that you don't hate. Um, because businesses, can you can fall into that trap where you hate your business. Um, so being aware that actually it's actually you're doing this for you, not the business is doing it for you, if that makes sense. And yeah, having I'll, that sort of mentality. Yeah, I'll tell you a quick story before we wrap this up on exactly hating my business. I When I was personal training at the tail end of it, when I knew we were moving to uh, Texas, right before I was going to Burning Man, I was like, I, I hate waking up this early to just show up and have people that I just wasn't, I wasn't in love with the business anymore. And that showed, and that's probably because I was constantly exchanging time for money. And I wasn't, I was working in a business instead of working on a business. And it just kind of not steamrolled, but kind of compounded itself where I started just to hate showing up because it was just, so, um, it wasn't motivating anymore. It wasn't challenging anymore. I had a successful business. I kind of just, um, uh, I don't know how to explain it. I kind of just let it, um, I was happy to be out. And I would say after we left, because it wasn't challenging. I didn't, wasn't in love with it. And if you're not in love with it, kind of like where we talked about earlier in the last episode, where we talked about not having conviction in your offer, that's going to show to other people. And if you're just not in it anymore, that's going to drive you down and your business. And you need to have systems to buy back your time so that you can focus on things that you love. And if that's the business itself and growing it and changing people's lives, or if that's helping people so that you can create a lifestyle that you want to live, then that's, you know, you should find out your why. And that's a whole different topic. But yeah, I think that it's important to, uh, just like you said, have a business that you love and have a business that can create the lifestyle that you want. Uh, do you know what, mate? I'm not going to add to that, mate, because you sum it up absolutely perfectly. I like the love, the why, and the leverage. So I think we'll leave it there. Obviously, for a fantastic episode. Guys, girls, if you have tuned in for the whole episode, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next one. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to that latest episode of the Passive Buddies podcast. I hope you absolutely loved it and took so much value from it that you can go and make a difference in your life, in your finances, in your family's life. If you want to know more and if you want to connect with us on a more personal level, ask some questions, learn step-by-step how to make passive income online and the marketing strategies behind it, then there is a link to our free group below. Definitely click that link join the free Facebook group and let's connect and let's help you get to your next steps. See you on the next episode, guys.